Hey Northwest Ohio, are you tired of just surviving? Are you ready for some fresh ideas? You've come to the right place. The Thrive Tribe 419 podcast features local experts in wellness and experiencing the best life has to offer in the Midwest. Let's thrive together. Hey Tribe, it's Rose. Happy Halloween. When I started this podcast, I knew one of the episodes I absolutely had to do was the Teal Pumpkin Project. Um, And I searched and searched and had so much trouble finding someone to talk about this. And then at the very last minute, our friend and previous podcast guest, Jenny Flaghar, jumped on board and said she could do it. And um, this episode is all about that. So sit back, relax, learn a little bit about the food allergy um, project that's going on for kids that have have food allergies, food sensitivities, and um, eating issues, feeding issues, and what you can do to help make trick-or-treat a fun and safe um, activity for every child out there. Enjoy. Hi, how are you doing, Rose? I'm really good. How are you? Good. Nice talking to you again. Yes. So you're going to tell us all about the Teal Pumpkin Project, which um, you are going to be talking about this topic as well on 13 ABC Full Plate with Rebecca Rainier. Um, And that's coming out, that episode is coming out pretty soon, right? Like next week? Yes. So that episode will air Sunday, October 15th at 1230. And there's also... A cool segment like there's a makeup artist that comes in and puts makeup on the this one woman and and then I'm at the end and I show how you can make your own teal pumpkin and you can actually physically see the the stuff we're going to talk about today so it's a lot of fun Awesome. So that would be a great way for our listeners to kind of um visualize some of this stuff. And I wonder if they're listening to this after October 15th. Is Do you know if there's a place online where they could watch that segment? Yes. She always posts all the Full Plate episodes online on Channel 13, and you go to Full Plate. And I will have that up on my blog and Instagram page, the, the website, once it comes out. Okay. And that's integrativedoctormom.com? Yes. And okay. that's my Instagram handle, too, is the same. All right, cool. So what is the Teal Pumpkin Project? So the Teal Pumpkin Project, it came about kind of in 2014. There was a local chapter of a food allergy community in East Tennessee, and they started out doing this at a local level. And then the Food Allergy Research and Education Fair and their website's foodallergy.org, they kind of picked this up and made it more nationally. And it's been picking up speed ever since and becoming a little bit more popular. So teal is the color of food allergy awareness, and that's kind of why they came up with the teal pumpkin. And basically what it is, is if you have a sign up with a teal pumpkin or you have a teal pumpkin sitting out, you know, at the end of your driveway or on your porch, then K-12 
kids and parents will know that you're providing a non-food treat for the trick-or-treaters. Right. So that's, that's kind of the way. So that way, you know, they're walking through and they can be like, oh, it's a teal pumpkin. This is safe for you if the kid has an allergy. Awesome. As a mom with a kid with a lot of food sensitivities, I really love this idea. And I've been doing this um, for about three years myself. I think I'm the only one in my neighborhood who's doing it. And our pumpkin, I have a teal pumpkin that's uh, leopard print. So if you're in the neighborhood and you see a teal pumpkin with leopard print, you'll know that's me. So you can stop by and get some non-food treats. And I actually did my pumpkin with, um, I just bought a plastic pumpkin and some teal colored duct tape that was like teal colored leopard print. And I just wrapped the pumpkin in the duct tape and it turned out really cute. I couldn't believe how nice it turned out. Great. And you can use it, you know, reuse it every year. Yeah. I, yes. I I just tossed it in the box. Yeah. That's perfect. And I think it's really great. I think this will start picking up speed with internet and more people talking about it. And the one fact that I was very shocked at when I went to the fair, um, the food allergy dot or website, which is fair's website is that they're saying about one in 13 children now in the U S haven't have an allergy, have a food allergy. Wow. That's a lot. That's a yeah, I, I read that statistic and I was like, wow. And that's a lot of trick-or-treaters. That's a, You know, that could be a lot of yeah. disappointed kids. Um, you know, yeah. or maybe they just don't even participate. And that's, you know, you don't want that. Yeah, we kind of go back and forth between like, should we warn people before we get to their house so my kid isn't having a meltdown because she can't have what they're giving out or uh do we not go or yeah it's it's hard and sometimes we have to like buy candy and treats ahead of time and then we'll go mm-hmm. trick or treating and then we'll trade what she got for the safe things that we bought <laughs> but it's not the That's same she's idea. she's disappointed but it's like at least you have something to trade in that case right or i've heard like right. some people will have their kids um They'll turn in their candy, like a certain amount of candy will buy like uh, activity, like going to the place, uh, like in Sylvania, the bouncy house place or whatever, mm-hmm. the indoor playground or laser tag or whatever. So those That's are some ideas. Idea. Yeah. And honestly, in, in my opinion, I think those are good ideas, even if your kid doesn't have a food allergy. And just to get some of the the sugar, you know, out because it's such a hard time, I think, for parents and kids from October, you know, the week, well, actually the whole October because there's always trick-or-treating activities going on and there's always candy from October all the way to Christmas is just really hard (laughs) on kids and parents, Uh all the sugar and all, and especially the the population that listens to this, this podcast, you know, we're trying to do better and eat healthier and give our kids nutritious food. And you don't want to be a buzzkill, you know, to your kids and say no all the time. So it's, uh-huh. it's really hard to find a balance in these, you know, coming months. I know it's hard. So I, I feel, I feel the pain with everyone else out there. Yeah. 
So what are the most common food allergies that are showing up in this um, one in 13 kids? So the most common food allergies are, there's eight most common that, you know, are, are the most common. And that includes eggs, fish, milk, nuts from trees. So those would be your hazelnuts, walnuts, almonds, Brazil nuts, peanuts. Um, well, separate from tree nuts, peanuts, um, shellfish, which include, you know, shrimp, mussel, crab. That's not going to be in candy, but soy, soybeans, and wheat or gluten. So those those are the ones you're going to watch for. And the other thing is, is even if the candy, say it's only chocolate, it could be made in a factory that has you know, peanuts or almonds. So the kids with severe allergies, they can't even have those. They have to be very careful. So parents know, you know, no, you can't even have that because that was made in the same facility. Yeah. So, and the thing um, with the Teal Thompson Project is not only these kids with these food allergies, is you also want to think of kids with intolerances to, to foods, maybe not anaphylactic reactions, but they just don't do well eating those or also mm-hmm. um you know kids with um feeding tubes that you know or have trouble swallowing things you know those are also kids that would benefit from a non food treat yeah and some people who participate in the teal pumpkin project will have a bowl of candy and a bowl of non food treats as well right so that the kids or the parents exactly. can pick and choose. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And that's um, on the website for fair. They have a lot of really cute print um, posters that you can print out and it says, you know, toy or treat you pick on there. And, you know, so you can have, you know, them both sitting out. And I, what I have is a, one of those plastic handled pumpkins that I spray painted teal and I'm mm-hmm. going to put the non-treats in there and then have the candy in another bowl. So that way oh, the kids good can idea. Up and they can choose. And it's separate and it's not touching because you don't want it touching either just in case right. you, know, you don't know exactly what the allergy is. Right. And some kids have a very severe allergy. I've even heard of kids like breathing the um, dust from like, crackers with peanut butter and getting sick from mm-hmm. that. So I know it can be right, a really big right. deal. So yeah, boy, what a world we live in, huh? That's I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So um what kinds of things do you suggest handing out if if you if somebody doesn't want to hand out candy, like what would be some safe things? Well, I would say avoid, you know, like a toothbrush unless you're a dentist because I guess that gets a bad rap. <laughs> so I would do <laughs> fun things. Keep it, you know, keep it fun. Um, something great is glow sticks and the kids can just crack them and use them, you know, that night. Stuff like vampire teeth, pencils, you could do small notebooks, little toy cars. Spider rings are always fun. Um, you could do like you know, anything you kind of put in a pinata, you could do little bracelets, that kind of stuff. Bubbles would be fun. The only thing you just have to be a little mindful, um, 
I know like at Costco they have those little Play-Doh things, and those are really fun to hand out too, but just kids that have a severe wheat allergy probably couldn't use those because most conventional right. Play-Doh has, has wheat in it. So if you do have those, you know, they're packaged, but maybe have something else like some spider rings also available or, or glow sticks. And then, um, you know, latex allergies, you just have to be careful with that. But most things don't really contain latex. Um, you know, they're kind of careful about that. So, I mean, really, you can have fun with it. You could go to the dollar store. You can go to Target, the dollar um, stop there. I got these really cute mini pumpkin erasers that I'm going to put in my pumpkin to hand out as a non-treat, and they're adorable, and I know kids would have a lot of fun with that. Oh, cool. So this is my husband's question, and this will be our last question of uh, this Mm -hmm. episode. How likely are you to get egged or teepeed by someone not, or if you're not handing out candy? (laughs) I, well. In your expert opinion. I don't think, I don't think you'll get egged. I mean, especially, you know, the cost of eggs now. No, I'm just kidding. But who knows? But I really think that, I think you should hand out both. I think that way. You know, the disgruntled maybe like teenagers that want like a candy, or you could like really play it up and hand out full size candy bars with treats. So no, I don't I don't yeah. know. But I I would say just just do what you want. I mean they're your neighbors coming by, but I would have maybe <laughs> a food treat and a non food treat to keep everyone happy. Uh-huh. Um, but it would also be a good learning thing because people will come up and they'll be like, well, what, what does this teal pumpkin mean? And maybe yeah. they'll, you know, have someone in their class or something that has a food allergy. Like my daughter has last year had a, a kid that no one ever brought in a special treat for their birthday treats except her. He had a gluten allergy and you uh-huh. know, the mother reached out to me and really appreciate it. So maybe, you know, more kids would like, say to their parents, let's do this teal pumpkin thing next year. I think that would be very nice. And I could tell, you know, so-and-so in my class to come to our house. Oh, I love but, that. You know, I think, I think you'll be fine. I don't think you'll get egged or <laughs> in your expert <laughs> opinion. So right, right. We're, we're all safe. We're good to go. <laughs> yes. I, I, I say, give it a try. <laughs> so can you tell me the website again for fair? Yes. So it's foodallergy.org. And if you go to there, you click on the site and it pops right up, Teal Pumpkin Project. And it has a picture of, a, I'm looking at it right now, a painted pumpkin. So you could just get any regular pumpkin, spray paint it, regular paint it. Um, you could get a plastic pumpkin and spray paint it. Um, there's printouts there and it's actually really cute if you go to the printouts you can boo your neighbors with a teal pumpkin thing like challenge your neighbor to do the teal pumpkin project so it's really cool I'm deciding if I'm going to be brave and do that to my neighbors and like put it in their mailbox <laughs> see if they do it. I might do that too yeah. I didn't know that that was on there yeah, and it explains. So it says you've been booed with the teal pumpkin. It, it's something, and then it explains what it is and why you should do it. It's really cool. 
So I might take a few of those out and see if I see more teal pumpkins. The other cool thing I just registered my house is you can register your house as a teal pumpkin, like, participant. Oh, yeah. um, I wanted to mention that, and I forgot. I did that, too. Yeah. And there's a map, so you can look on there and see where there are other people that are doing it. And I think that's really cool. So say you have a kid and you only want to go to the houses that are teal pumpkin houses or make sure you hit them, you know, really well on your two-hour trek. And you could, you know, you can print out a map. I think you could, even, you know, you can follow it online. And it's really cool. So I registered our home and there weren't that many on there. So I'm hoping I'll go back to it after this airs and I'll see a bunch, you know, that would be Yay. Yeah, between yeah. this and full plate, I think um, more people will be on there. I really hope. Hopefully yeah, in Defiance yeah. and Perrysburg. Right, right. It would be fun. And you know what? The other thing I just thought of, you can reuse the non-food treats, you know, every year if you don't use yeah. your stash. Where mm-hmm. maybe you're either forced to eat it or throw it away. So this is just a win-win for everyone, I feel like. Yes, I have a Halloween box in my attic, and it has my non-food treats in it from last year. And I got these little yeah. cute bags that I, I put, like, a little eraser and a pencil and some stickers in these little Halloween bags. Aww. And and there, I still so have some cute. left from last year, so I can definitely hand those out again. And um, I don't know if we're even going to do candy. I think we'll probably just do the non-food treats because nobody in our right. family eats candy. And we have the food dye issue as well. Right. So it's really hard to find safe candy. So, and... We don't right. need any more sugar. Yeah. We're we're sweet enough already. <laughs> I know that's how I feel. I mean, after the, well, after that red dye forty, you know, at Easter, not Easter. Oh my gosh, Halloween! I let my kids have a little bit. You know, I'm like, fine, just you know, you can you can go at it. You can have like two pieces that I normally wouldn't let you have, and you can just tell their behavior. It's crazy. So yeah, yeah. I you know, and the other cool thing is um, if. You know, maybe people out there are apprehensive. They're like, well, I just don't think I can do it this year. We'll do it next year. You know, buy buy the stuff on sale. Go to Target, you know, or wherever Michael's for their clearance after Halloween. Get all this stuff on sale. Like, I got a Michael's reusable teal pumpkin for $10. Um, you know, if you don't want to spray paint or make your own, they have those. I'm sure they'll go on sale, too, after Halloween and you can just save all the stuff and do it next year too if you're not ready to jump into it this year. Yeah, great tips. Well, thank you so much for being on and doing this short little bonus episode. And um, if anybody wants more information about Jenny Flaghar, um, she actually was on a previous episode of our podcast. I can't remember what number it was. Do you? Three or four. Four? Maybe it was four. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was episode four. We're way in the beginning. So um, integrativedoctormom.com is another place you can find out about Dr. Flaghart. And um, thanks for being on. It was good talking to you again. Yeah, nice to talk to you. And I'm glad you asked me to talk about this subject because I well, it's very dear to your heart and I I love it. So happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe and and have fun out there. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.
Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. If you'd like to join the conversation or see pictures and videos, check us out on Facebook and Instagram under Thrive Tribe 419. You can find show notes from today's episode or listen to more episodes at tt419.buzzsprout.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review wherever you listen to the show. Leaving reviews helps others find us and lets them know that we're the real deal. And it lets me know that you've been enjoying the show and that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a great day and keep thriving.